Asterius, I was playing the most fucking frustrated game of Among Us with a bunch of 12-year-olds earlier today. <laughs> um, okay. Can you just introduce the show and us before we talk about this? Ah, loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. This is the spooky anime edition. <laughs> It's Halloween, and this we're gonna talk about the scariest subject, Japan. I did not know that. I'm looking forward to this spooky anime, dude. Okay, but tell me about this game, Among Us. Okay, so Among Us is the it's the new Fall Guys. Everybody's into it. I learned. I, it's kind of good that I did not ever learn how to play Fall Guys because I was. <laughs> It was out in like a week. Mm -hmm. But Among Us, the concept of the game is you join a lobby. It links you up with up to nine other people. One, two, three people playing the game will be chosen to be imposters. And the imposters have special skills. They can go around like murdering other crewmates. They can sabotage parts of the ship. And the goal is to... It, it's like... Um, Danganronpa, except it doesn't suck. <laughs> you have to find out who the murderer imposters are and vote, vote them out. It's a lot of fun. But one of the things that the imposters can do is they can go in the ventilation system and only the imposters can do that. So if you see somebody vent, you know, even if you don't witness them kill, you know that's an imposter, right? right. So it's one fucking kid in the lobby. Go First round of voting. Kid's like, I'm new. How do I vent like Black did? <laughs> Everybody's like, wait, what? You saw Vent Black? He's like, yeah, he was an electric and he went in the vents. How do I do that? I'm new. And everybody's like, oh, well, it's fucking Black. So everybody votes out Black. Black is not an imposter. Awesome. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, obviously this stupid kid's fucking lying. So I'm like, okay, going back to our task. Round two, Pink is dead. Same fucking kid shows up, says, hey, guys, I'm new. I'm still trying to figure out how to get in the vents like Red did. He pulls this shit three consecutive times. It works every time? Yes. You don't. At no point are you in the chat going, it is clearly blank. No, I'm fucking screaming. I'm like, did you guys not remember two rounds ago? They're like, LOL, what? <laughs> yeah. If you something I've noticed is that because. Oh, by the way. I play Among Us. I love playing Among Us. I love it. Um, if you advocate too hard for something, all the other like Zoomers and Gen Zers will be like, look at this tryhard. I'm not. Yeah, they just go white sus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They call you sus. They'll kill you for they'll kill you for like being too strident. Like this one time I was playing and this dude was like, I saw Brown. Brown was an admin. He was swiping an admin. But we don't have the swipe this turn. Swipe is not a mission this turn. And he just kept trying to like mansplain the game to all of us. <laughs> I hope you kicked him out. And we were like, no. And so we threw him out the airlock. And then he was absolutely right. Uh, everyone has swipe at admin or no one does. Swipe at admin is a group task. Oh, shit. Seriously? Yeah. So if you see someone hanging out at the swiper and you don't have that mission, they're the imposter. Oh, neat. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, what was I going to say? See, the, the games, that, the lobbies that I get involved in uh. is it's just like somebody dies and then it'd be like, where, 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 where in the chat. Uh, and then I was in a game where before we went in, the guy running the lobby was like, everybody wear the little snowman on your head. And then as soon as we ended the game, everybody has a little snowman except for one guy. And then somebody calls an emergency media and says, vote pink out. He's not wearing the little snowman. So we all voluntarily killed someone just because he didn't have the hat on. Yeah, you got you to put the hat on. If I'm in the lobby and they're saying birthday hats, birthday hats, birthday, put on the birthday hat. It's fun. Yeah. It's more fun. <laughs> okay. I saw... Um, all right, here's another fun little tactic. Uh, you can go, hey, I'm friends. Like, let's say Pink just died. You can go like, hey, uh, I'm friends with Pink. And Pink told me that Brown is the killer. Pink just texted me offline. <laughs> and then they'll all kill Brown. And they'll be like, oh, this is all sus. This is all sus. And today on Reddit, I saw somebody go, um, go, hey, oh, like they had been found out. They were red. They'd been found out they were about to get thrown out the airlock. They go, well, look, as long as you're killing me, Yellow's the other guy. <laughs> and then they all kill Yellow, and Yellow is not the imposter. <laughs> and that guy found a way to murder someone through metagame alone. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I fucking, I love this. I this, love this game is game. so good. I wish the lobby worked better. I wish a lot of things about it worked better. Apparently, it's just like three dudes. Yeah, I've heard that too. And that the game is like two years old. Like, 
This game has got popular. I don't even know why it got popular, but like this game is just popular now. Well, listen, if you're going to fucking load it to the brim with ads, yes. I'm sorry, you should have a functioning lobby. Like I would be a little more sympathetic if it was, you know, just three dudes doing a passion project, but you get an ad after every single fucking game. You could pay them $3. Yeah, you could. That's a lot. That's a lot of money for an app. Give them $3. You play this game all day. No, I'll give them nothing. <laughs> well, then you can't complain about the ad. I can't complain about the whatever the fuck I want. They're getting my ad rev, so who cares? Okay, look. You Okay, you can complain about I can do you whatever want. I want. You can, of course you Yes, you can do whatever you want. You can complain about Give these guys your three, but I'm going to buy one of those little buddies. I do like the little the little, uh, the little child guy, guy that yeah. runs around with you. I I've, like that. I'm more tempted to buy that than to delock the ads. Me too. And I want the hats that you could only get if you buy them. Yeah. And the skins. And I want all the all those unlockables look cool. This was what this is like the gateway drug to Fortnite, like spending all your money on V Bucks. <laughs> So I never understood why apparently kids get like bullied for having playing Fortnite skins. Are you serious? I saw something on YouTube about a kid talking about how he was getting bullied at school because all of his kid, his friends had these like million V-Buck outfits and he had to use the default skin. That's fucking terrible. Isn't that awful? But the thing is, you can't not play Fortnite. It's like, that's like not having a TV. Like my generation, the kid, Andrew, who didn't have a TV, that kid was weird. Or, in the parlance of our current time, sus. Like, that Andrew was sus. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent was. I guess Pokemon. When I was in, I mean, Pokemon, I know a lot of kids used to bring their Game Boys to school, but mm -hmm. it's not like something every, it's definitely not as ubiquitous as like having a TV. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent, I guess. Not having the internet? Were there no, kids that didn't have the internet? With the, we, a lot of kids didn't have the internet okay. when I was growing. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll come next week with a better answer. Well, well, hey. Well, listen. Speaking of things that are sus, the president of the United States. Is fat. He's a big. Wait, where have you heard that? Uh, uh, oh, uh, on every news channel ever talking about how he has COVID. Don't you fucking love how every time they talk about how Trump has COVID, they're like, oh, he is 74 years old. And also he has at least one core Just he's fat. He's fat. They And it's great because like there's no way they can talk about it where it's not hilarious like oh, yeah, sometimes it's funny be every like, single time so, and the president like george stephanopoulos will be like and the president of course is on the heavier side and it's like <laughs> ah, you mean fat you call it fat or the or like some of these reporters will just be like the president of course is morbidly obese <laughs> <laughs> like, that's great too oh my I god love, i love how there was this whole big thing about like you can't tell someone's health from just looking at them and then the second the president gets covid it's like well he is a big fat fucking fatty <laughs> So he's definitely going to die. <laughs> but it's like they have an excuse. You know, it's kind of like when there's a kid who does a report on racism and they're like, some people who came to this country were called blank. blank. And it's like you've built like an excuse to say these like slurs in class. It's like, yeah, unfortunately, like being being old, a dude like. Dudes, dudes die more than ladies of COVID. Olds die more than youngs, and fats die more than skinnies. So it's just like we are just doing our journalistic duty what? by saying that if the president were to sit around the White House, he would literally be clamping his legs around the White House as if he were sitting around. Oh, I don't know, a, a sitting around a ball. Or, wait, what do people? Wait, hold on, let me cut, let me cut that. <laughs> no, it's leave it. In, it's funny. Uh, no, no, no. I can do better. The right, president right? Trump has COVID. Dot dot dot. And then the next Reddit post. He's so fucking fat. We had to break this post. Did a two text pop? <laughs> God damn it! That's great. Um, yeah, the president's got the coof. All right, which one of you Antifa super coofers <laughs> coofed all over our valiant president Donald Trump? He uh, he did the thing just before we recorded where he got in the, the in the limo and like drove around in circles around the hospital <laughs> and like, coofing all over everybody coofing okay so like hey i love that he's like he is a parade flow how he's just like look it's me i'm still alive look at me i'm a I'm a one-man parade yippee you i told you this was a liberal hoax now time for the open mouth kissing ceremony <laughs>
<laughs> this, but the second thing I heard was, and I forgot about this. All right, so he's in the presidential limo, aka the Beast. I had to write a little report on the Beast when I used to when I worked for a reality TV show, um, and it's got like these like super unpoppable tires, like the glass is like thick and it's all bulletproof and all that shit, but it's hermetically sealed. I forgot about that. Oh no, it's coof proof. <laughs> it's well, okay. So no coof gets in, but the coof can't get out, and he's got the coof. So he's in there with like these secret service dudes, and he's like, "Hey guys, look at me, coof, coof. Sorry, Frank. I'm still alive. I'm your president, man. Coof, cough, cough. Come on, Sonny wants to get coofed on by the president." Can you imagine being like the Secret Service guy who like draws the short straw and it's like, it's like, look, not only do you have to hang out with like a cranky 74 year old man who the news keeps calling fat. So he's really pissed off. But now like even germs can't escape. you like even germs can't escape your grasp. That's how tight you are to this motherfucker. You got the short stick and then you have to ride around to the Koof movie. Exactly. <laughs> It's like the Pope-mobile, only instead of keeping the person inside alive, it kills everyone inside. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's it's goddamn ridiculous because, so it's Sunday night when we're recording this, and we've been told by the president's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, that this is a rapidly developing situation that could change at a moment's notice. We've also been told by the doctors, uh, by the president's own medical staff at Walter Reed, that the virus truly expresses itself five to seven days in. Mm. Um, so the thing is, like, the, so he might get way worse. He might get, he might be so fine he can leave. So I think to cover our bases, we should, we got to kind of record two segments here. Like, one, if the president dies and one of you lives. Okay, that oh, sounds good. All right, so let's let's do the let's record the dead one first. Are you ready? Yes. All right, and three, two, one. Wow! 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 Well, President Trump coofed his last coof <laughs> recently. Um, I can't believe they elected Joe Biden God Emperor after <laughs> he died. Yeah, I know. You think they would have waited? Like, you think they would have given Pence like? just a chance but they threw pence in the grave with the president <laughs> they did they buried him alive like that cast of armored that one uh, edgar Allan poe story wow i can't believe they made joe Biden permanent president and the first thing he did see i was very confused because i thought the first thing he did was going to be something with health care just because covid but no he made femboy hooters a national monument? That was a little weird. And now we have to eat there every morning by law. Yeah. But it's delicious. I mean, the wings are fine. I'm a little I'm a little sus. You're sus? I'm sus of the cleanliness procedures in the fanboy hooters. I don't, look, if these, these fanboys look great on the outside, I bet the kitchen looks great on the inside. These are some qu top quality fanboys here. It's weird that they made fanboy hooters and then outlawed Tom Tomboy out. <laughs> you're not actually, you're not allowed to mention that on there. Oh, yeah, that's Zwick right. Oh, that shit. Swick. Swick. Well, I have to say, you know, we had our political differences, me and President Trump. But deep down, I always thought he was a good guy. And it's just like, it kind of sucks that he take gone too soon. Gone too soon. Yeah, it really sucks that the, he not only died of the coof and then they wrote on his gravestone was a big fat fucking fatty. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, you'd think they'd write like president of the United States, but no, just big fat fatty died of coof. And then under that, they wrote, these are medical facts. These are med <laughs> like, we're allowed to say this. These are medical facts. It's okay because we're reporting the news. Yeah. New breaking news. He is fat. <laughs> it's just, look, I think we just need to leave the pot. Look, Politics, schmolitics, as I always say. At the end of the day, we're all people. And it's like, ugh, another guy died. And it's like, he died. And it's just like, I feel like we should all be cool. You <laughs> know think, what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, now, look, 
Weeks ago, I was calling him a literal Nazi putting people in concentration <laughs> camps. I was saying he was directly responsible for the deaths of 200,000 people. I was saying things like he doesn't care about trans people, he doesn't care if you live or die. But now that he's dead, oh, he, he was like a funny uncle, and I kind of feel so bad. That really good Mac Miller song was named after him. Wait, what was that song? It was Mac Miller, God Rest His Soul. He also died, not of the coof, but of the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> As a song, it goes like, I'm on my Donald Trump shit. Look at all this money. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? It's a good song. I can't sing it, but it's a good song. I feel rest in peace, Mac Miller. No, look, rest in peace, Mac Miller. <laughs> Obviously, like, um, look at the end of the day, I would like to be known as a good person who said the barest minimum I could about this guy. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I would like the good boy points for being like, "Hey, knock it off." I feel like we got the, I feel like that's. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, so so now let's do uh, if he's alive. Yeah, let's do he's alive. All right, and three, two, one. Wow, uh, those uh, those antibodies, huh? I can't believe Trump has superpowers now. I mean, when they said they were putting synthetic antibodies in the president, I was like, sounds dangerous, but you know what else sounds dangerous? God Emperor Trump's super strength and laser vision. Yeah, I didn't think it was necessary for him to shoot webs at his fingers all over performer Prime Minister Shinto Abe. But I, I guess didn't you got to hate Abe. He went right to Abe. Dude's not even Prime Minister anymore. I know. Exactly. Like, uh, he, he, do you remember when George W. Bush threw up on that other Japanese Prime Minister in the 90s? No, but that's awesome. Trump dug up that guy's corpse and said, no, let me tell you how you puke on a Japanese <laughs> prime minister. And then he unleashed a rainbow torrent of vomit that was some colors Pantone said didn't exist before. <laughs> now Pantone has three new colors based on his super puke. You know, I knew that Trump was going to make it through the coup because he has access to the best medical care in the world. But like, I didn't think he was going to be able to make anime real. But he did. I don't. I think that's that. That's an unintended side effect. But now I kind of want the coof. <laughs> well, now every day we start with a delicious meal at at Cat Girl Femme Boy Hooters. I can't believe they added cat girls to it. Elon Musk must be jizzing his diapers. It's difficult because they're two D. So like, there's only one angle you could see them for, and. 364 angles that you can't. Is that how that works? Yes, yes, exactly. A 2D character? Yeah, they only exist in one angle. Yeah, but that one angle is hot as hell. I can't believe him and Elon, he elected Elon Musk to be the Department of Transportation head, and now we're all going to become cat girls. But we all get those cool cyber trucks, which we legally have to say look cool. Yeah, we do. He'll... he'll or Super Trump will get us. Zwick, cut those pauses out so nobody implies that we don't like <laughs> Super Trump. <laughs> God Emperor, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, we putting a Melania in every house has been nice. <laughs> Wait, what's a Melania? Melania? What? Well, oh, like my own personal Melania. Now that we all have our own Melania, I mean, she does keep talking about how she fucking hates Christmas. <laughs> But you know what? Christmas is a hassle. It's a fucking hassle. It's like, oh shit, December's coming around. I better save money to buy shit for people who have more money than me that don't need shit so I don't look poor. And don't I'm, want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Melania on this. Honestly, like everybody's dunking on Melania for like not wanting to decorate for Christmas. But honestly, I'm team Melania. Like yeah. if you had... A whole, like, think about the situation she's in. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck about decorating for Christmas. And there's a whole team of people up her anus being like, <laughs> why aren't you performing your womanly duties and decorating this 100 square foot estate for a holiday you clearly do not give a single solitary shit about? Like, I'm team Melania. I don't give a fuck. Just hire that shit out. There's a bunch of weird first lady shit, like... For like 120 years or something, the Better Homes and Gardens cookbook, like every four years, they would publish like the first lady's 
cookie recipe. Yeah, it's all dumb, stupid, feminine bullshit like that, too. It's like, oh, my, my heavens, the first lady didn't publish her cookie shortbread recipe? Oh, my. Like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? Yes. So this was the first year. This is the first time ever that a first lady, like in like 120 years, has not turned over her cookie recipe to this catalog. And what that tells me is these must be some extremely good cookies. These must be the best fucking cookies that she's just like, if you want my cookies, you're going to have to pay big for my cookies. You know what it tells me? It tells me that she's got, she's so fucking wealthy that she is Chef Morimoto come to her house and pull his ass cheeks apart and shit golden cookies, whatever she wants. She probably doesn't have a cookie recipe. And I love you dumb, silly liberals who like pretend, have to pretend that this is a big fucking deal. <laughs> because like if there weren't anybody in the face of the earth that were like, oh, I don't want to decorate for Christmas, you'd be like, okay. And it's like, oh, good heavens, my pearls. The first lady isn't going to stitch the socks of the, the house whip. Oh my, how could she like, I don't fucking care. I don't care if Melania decks out the White House for fucking, what's that, uh, Sat- satanic holiday. Insert a satanic holiday. Here. There's a satanic holiday? I think there might be one. It's called like Devil's Midsummer's Day? Eve or something. Oh, oh, like a pagan holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. yeah, decorated for pagan holiday and then pour pig's blood all over the halls. I don't give a shit. Did you, do you remember that one year when like her Christmas decorations went viral for being like ultra shitty? Yeah, ominous. Yeah, like big... <laughs> terrifying red metal trees it's <laughs> <laughs> just like this is how captain cold would like to like decorate their their anti-christmas land i thought that was great because i remember thinking that yo you want christmas do you oh i'll give you fucking christmas sukas i actually <laughs> i i actually liked her i mean i know they i know it was like ominous and weird I liked it. No, I thought it was cool as shit. I was kind of like, yeah, this is what a fashion model. Because because the thing is, like, she's a fucking fashion model. Fashion is her business. If you don't think it looks cool now, wait five years. Everyone's Christmas bullshit is going to look like that. Dude, how fucking pissed off would you be if you married a billionaire and you still had to work? I know. Like, could you imagine? Like, I, that's why I'm not, like, mad about the Christmas tree. I imagine her, like, in a furious rage. I'm like, I shit out two of your fucking disgusting kids. <laughs> <laughs> and now I still have to pretend I give a shit about cyberbullying. <laughs> <laughs> just in an absolute rage, just like throwing cow's blood all over the hallways. I know. I wish she hadn't. I wish she had picked something easier than cyberbullying. The be best thing is a little. That's that's rough. She should have just said reading. She should have <laughs> just said reading is, is great. I send books to kids every year. <laughs> like just like pulled out a credit card and said. I don't know, send 10 pounds of books to the poor or something. Like, that's it. Reading. I love my ABCs. Like, cyberbullying? That's heavy, Melania. Reading is like such a limp dick. (laughs) I know. You can't. Like, I think everybody should read. Well, great. Asshole, everybody can. (laughs) What now? (laughs) Not everybody can read. I I would guess that 100% of children born after the year 2008 can read. Like, as, as assuming that they are of the age where reading would be appropriate. What about the importance of reading? <laughs> That's true. Get off Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of be I'm, best to turn off internet. Look, I'm not, okay. I am not saying it's clever to say I'm the reading first lady. By the way, we had a reading first lady, which is why, which is why it came right away. It was Laura Bush. Laura Bush was like, I'm a lot. I was a librarian, also a drunk driver who killed someone, but also a librarian. So books are great. And, you know, and uh, Michelle Obama's thing was vegetables. It's like, that's it. Vegetables are good. Books are good. <laughs> Cyberbullying is bad. It's like it's a little negative. <laughs> it's 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 just like how are you going to fix this, lady? Like you've been off a lot. You've been off way more than you could chew with cyberbullying. I just, mean, well, you, here's what the first lady should have picked: colors. 
I love colors. Some colors are better. Some colors are best. What is your favorite? You could talk about colors for four years. I think if I'm over the first lay, I'm going to go out there and say slurs are bad. There you go. Now, I, hello, kindergarten class. I will read you a list of pejorative terms for Italians. <laughs> oh, God. By the way, I'm allowed to read these words because I'm saying you shouldn't. I'm use saying them. it as an example. <clears throat> Next, the Japanese. No. No, oh, goddammit. <laughs> when Hillary was first lady, her thing was health care. Which was a disaster. Sounds like a disaster. It's just like, this is, it's like, dude, Bill, I get it. She's great. She's a Rhodes Scholar. She's great. She got fired from Nixon's legal team for being too corrupt. (laughs) She's great. True. True story. She's great. She does great work on 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 the corporate council of Walmart stopping their unionization efforts. We love Hillary Clinton. Another awesome home run hitter for the Democratic Party of the United <laughs> States. This is great. Everybody like how we just all banded together to throw out that 80-year-old man that just wanted to give everybody free college. Yeah, but he was annoying us. Was he? <laughs> Look, but it, with Hillary, they like they had a thing where they're like, they're like, everyone's gonna have this card in their wallet. And it's going to make us you can go to the doctor for any doctor all the time. And it's like, that's a lot for the first lady. You couldn't you have given her music been like music. It's great. (laughs) Clapping is a clapping. It's a kind of music. (laughs) Banging two sticks together can be music. Anything can be music. If you believe fresh air is good. Outside, outside would that, be great. That's another one. Hey there, get get off America Online and CompuServe and go and play the best video game outside. The graphics are incredible. When she said poke, we when she said we should all Pokemon go to the polls. Which, by the way, I still, still think it's funny. It's still funny to me four years later. It's still funny to me four years later. Like, um, but the thing is, if she had been the outside first lady and then she'd said we should pokemon go to the polls that's different now she's saying i know i've been telling us to all go outside but this one time i'm gonna video games are fun and cool it would have had some meat on the bone there as opposed to someone telling her there's this thing called pokemon go what Pokemon Go. Just say the words, Pokemon. Say the words. We're gonna Madam write president. We're gonna write this thing down. Just say this. It's gonna be a home run. Oh wait. Did you get your Biden Harris um uh Animal Crossing signs? No. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. I did not. Yeah, when I found out that Biden Harris had Animal Crossing signs, I um I put my Nintendo Switch in the toilet in case you were wondering where it went. And I really forced it down there so it would get down the hole. Like, I put the Joy-Cons down first. I thought it was kind of inappropriate how one of the signs says Joe and Harris, and the other one says, cops good now. (laughs) 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 I thought that was kind of tone deaf. No, it was, but... Well, anyway, the president's got superpowers now, so yay, President Trump. The third one says, she's black, it's fine. (laughs) We'll be right back. Tadaima! Welcome back to Lattice Podcast, Lattice Podcast on the internet. Spooky anime koof edition. <laughs> that koof is gonna come for your waifu. Oh no, not my prince waifu. So you wanna fuck your waifu? Well, I've got bad news for you. She's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I've got even worse news for you. You're a fucking weeb. You're an she- anime fan. That's true. Every If you've ever watched any kind of anime, you're a fucking weird. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's talk about our animus this week. Our anime review of the week. Which Would you like to start with furry shit or pedo shit? I think let's start with the pedo shit, unfortunately. Um, okay. Yeah, so, uh, so I used to be... I was not always a normie. <laughs> I used to be weird. I don't I was, believe you. I was like, oh, I like this weird like sci-fi. I like this British sci-fi. I like Blake Seven. I read the 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 fucking foundation. I read Isaac Asimov. I'm reading Orson Scott Card. Like as a kid, I was a fucking outcast and a weirdo. And I look at this anime you guys watch, and it makes me feel so normy. I I can't. And it'll happen to you <laughs> one day, viewer. 
One day you'll be in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and you will be ranting about like, hey, the stuff you like is uh weird and sus and awful. It, it it just happens. I'm actively trying to work against that. That's why I like TikTok so much. Yeah. Is because I really don't want to be one of these old people that are like, oh, TikTok. That's so stupid. Millenn- like not. Millenn- oh, my God. I said millennial. That's stupid. Gen Z garbage. Like, motherfucker. We had uh, if, if I went and put you, the person listening to this, if you're between the ages of 21 and like 30. I guarantee you have something in your aim chat logs that is <laughs> a thousand times more fucking embarrassing than anything on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the problem with TikTok though is that it's really easy to put like on the news after you murder someone. <laughs> like, you know, it, it would be difficult to find my old IRC logs when I was in like a Star Trek chat log role-playing adventure yeah, like what you're gonna throw those up on screen that's not gonna make me look like a freak you freaks out there like planking and t-posing and quacking like ducks <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna look really fucking sus after they find the bodies in your basement maybe i'm just projecting because i know i would shrivel into a a withered shrimp and die if anybody found like my naruto role play <laughs> that what? i did on aim uh when i was like 12 or 13, me and this guy I went to school with that I liked uh, would role play as Naruto, our Naruto OCs on AIM and we would make up missions and it was the most fucking embarrassing thing ever because I was real like in fact I had a huge crush on this guy so I would like print out our AIM chat logs and read them at night. It was so gross. That's adorable. It was disgusting. I don't agree. <laughs> That's cute as fuck. Who was your Naruto OC? What was their name? Uh, Tell her, me about that. Her name was, uh, it was some Japanese name. I don't remember. Okay. Like Sakura Bloom or something. <sighs> and she had water ninja powers because there was this one character that I really liked named Haku who had like these ice blades he could throw at people and she could sort of do the same thing, but she needed like a body of water to touch and then she could like use her chi or whatever to her jutsus to like shoot water blades at people and kill them she was op as fuck (laughs) that's cool as hell but i mean and that's interesting because when we would play our rpg on the in the bonus episodes you would play an ice witch yeah uh uh-huh you always you always like playing characters with ice powers i do even on my cunt wars my favorite cunt is (laughs) the one with the i think her name is madam snow or something (laughs) Anyways, I'd be on Cumwars. So, uh, so when fucking Frozen came out, you must have lost your goddamn mind. I liked Frozen. Everybody shits all over that movie. I think the songs are good. I like Frozen. I like Frozen. I mean, it's not my favorite. I can't think of like a Disney animated movie. I mean, that's that's not Pixar where I'm like, oh my god, this I have to watch this a thousand times. I mean, Pixar and Disney were kind of synonymous for a long time. So, what's your favorite Disney Pixar movie? I mean, like yeah, The Incredibles or Toy Story Two. Like, I could watch those a thousand times. Like, I just can't see myself watching like The Lion King or Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast like over and over again. Um, I guess out of all of them, I mean, I really like The Emperor's New Groove. That's a good movie. Yeah, because it's really got like a movie. lot of good jokes in it and a lot of like, it's got like Eartha Kit and uh, what's his name? I forget it. Patrick Warburton. And he, and David Spade is even like, it's probably the best thing he's ever done. Is David Spade that like short little guy? Who's yeah. David Spade in that movie? Yeah, he's the main guy. Cusco or I forget. He's oh, the, okay. He's the name of the main kid. I was thinking of somebody else. I think for me, it's got to be Ratatouille. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I, that is my by far my favorite uh, Disney movie. It's like every scene looks fantastic. Yeah. Like the scenes where they're making the food in particular, it's just magical. I don't remember how old I was when that came out. I was probably like 13 or 14, but oh, damn. When I, I remember watching that for the first time and having my mind just be blown. Oh, no, Ratatouille is fucking great. Uh, the biggest miracle is that they pulled a good performance out of Janine Garofalo. Don't know who the fuck that is, but you boomers, I bet you're pissing your diapers. You're in the geriatric unit over that one. I I can hear the colostomy bags just filling up right now <laughs> with that great gag. Like, Janine Garofalo is like just like this like Gen X 90s actress, uh, comedian, comedian, and uh, she plays the French uh, lady. In, Colette. Yeah, Colette. And it's like, 
she's like from Connecticut or something. And like, she's doing like a really good fucking French accent. I, the weird thing about Pixar movies is they pull great performances out of like shitty, like Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland is not a good actor. It's why <laughs> on Curb Enthusiasm, he is playing a manager named Jeff who is friends with Larry David. And it's like, oh, this guy's good. I, I like I liked the performance they're getting from Jeff Garland. Yeah, I don't know who is who in that animated movie, but oh my God, I love it so much. I, I have like 10 favorite parts of that movie. I think my favorite part is when Colette is explaining who everybody in the kitchen yeah. is. And she's like, uh, Pompidou used to run guns for the resistance. And Louis Linguini says, which resistance? She says, he won't say. I guess they didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Jimmy Garoppolo delivering that line. That's hysterical. Good, like one season SNLer, Janine Garoppolo <laughs> delivering that line. All right. Well, anyway, so we talked about your OCs, um, blah, 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 anime, 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 anime. anime. So look, <laughs> the reason I'm bringing up that I was weird as a kid and on this podcast, I sound aggressively normy in a way that I never would have predicted. Is I'm watching this cartoon. What Aromanga? Aromanga Sensei. Aromanga Sensei. Do you know what the word Aromanga means? I assume it means like porno manga, erotic manga. Very close. So a very Japanese thing is like smashing two words together. So like omurice is omelet and rice. So aromanga means like erotic artwork and manga. So she's an erotic artist that does art for mangas okay, or something like that. I don't know. I'm going to get fucking murdered for that, but that's how I interpret it. <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like to me. Um, you know, and, uh, and we watched two episodes of it. And the only reason we haven't watched more of it is because we were traveling to visit my parents. And um, and I am screaming at Sriracha like, this is pedo shit. This is pedo shit. How can you not realize this is pedo shit? And she's like, I don't know. All the characters look, every anime character looks like this. This is all fine. This is completely normal for anime. This is just an average run-of-the-mill anime <laughs> where a stepbrother has a whole long diatribe about washing his stepsister's panties. And we kind of, it's a kind of implied that the stepsister wants the stepbrother to wash the panties. Oh, dude, he was fucking down to wash those underwear. Like, can we talk about how... <laughs> His life was fucking rude. <laughs> when yes. she said, I want to wash my own panties. Yes. Let's talk about that. Tell people like the plot. Okay. Like, give people yeah. like the summary. I'm getting ahead of myself. First of all, this is pedo shit. Like this is a lollycon. And it's not like, I, I, I'm not, I don't want this. Me and Nico were talking about this the other night is because I was sure. I was like, as Jerry said, I sat down to watch Aramaga Sensei. I was like, this motherfucker's going to tap out. <laughs> like, 10 minutes because there is a level of lolly shit that you kind of just have to tolerate when you just kind of like how you would tolerate when you're watching a great porn, all the ads in the side that say, do you want to fuck 46 year old milfs? Like if you're really into what's going on in the screen, you have to kind of just block it out. So I don't want you to interpret this as me being like, I'm fine with this or I'm into it. I'm just saying the 700th fucking time you've seen it, you're kind of desensitized to it. That is the sense I got from you. Because, okay, so so here's a plot of the cartoon. Oh, yeah, I forgot to it's explain a, the plot. It's about a... It's about it's like about a stepbrother and stepsister. They live together in a house, basically alone. <laughs> They're high schoolers, and and the stepbrother is like a famous light novelist, light anime novelist. He writes these like erotic, like funny little animes, uh, I don't mangas. Think, I don't think his mangas are erotic. They Be absolutely are because, because he was, she draws them. I know, but he was talking. Remember, he was talking to his publisher. He's like, I think it's fucking weird how I, all of my books have the word arrow manga on them. Yeah. So I think the implication there is that they're just light novels with provocative artwork. That's what makes them porn. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fair you enough. You can't. There's no getting away from it. Arrow manga sensei is about a high school freshman who is... In addition to going to school, he also writes light novels. A light novel is like uh, easy reading, a book that a teenager might enjoy. 
He's been working on the internet with a mysterious artist known only as Aromanga Sensei. And Aromanga Sensei draws big fucking anime tit art <laughs> for the covers of his books. Uh, he likes Aromanga Sensei, but he has no idea who Aromanga Sensei is. Uh, because he eventually finds out that Aromanga Sensei is his stepsister, who is a Hikikomori, and who has locked herself in her room since they became step-siblings, which is made very fucking clear. In the first three minutes of the show, they say, this is my stepsister. We are step-siblings. So it's like, you, uh, watcher, see, it's fine. They're not blood-related. But he only met her once, then she locked herself away in the room. Uh, the mom is canonically dead. We don't know if the dad's dead, but they pretty much live alone. And how she communicates with him is by stamping her foot in her room, and when he's on the lower level of the house, he hears it. And that's the only contact that they've had until he finds out that she is Aramanga Sensei because she accidentally took her clothes off at a live stream at the end. Everything Sriracha just says true. <laughs> so it's about a stepbrother and stepsister. They're high schoolers. They, they live in the same house, and they want to fuck real bad. Real bad. So, like, all of that is bad right away. All of that is disgusting. They are not drawn like high schoolers, which is the thing where I'm just like, Sriracha, (laughs) what are you watching? Yeah, the one's a lolly. It's lolly shit. This girl is like the girl. (laughs) They are all teeny tiny. Like if they were all running around like tall, like Sailor Moon, like Sailor Moon. Okay, high schooler. Tuxedo mask. Okay, high schooler. These kids are short little shorties. And it's weird. And the, the, the one of them's drawing porno and she's taking pictures of her own butt so she can draw the porno butts better on her porno drawing live stream where she puts on a weird mask. And it's weird, Sriracha. This cartoon's weird, Sriracha. I've heard this goes from zero to 100 real fucking quick. It gets worse. <laughs> I've heard. Okay. Okay. Now. <laughs> Now, I've noticed that you're not really defending it. When we were watching it, you were defending it a lot more heavily than you are now. I mean, it sucks. The show sucks. You were still, when we were watching it, you were saying, this is great. This is fantastic. I really like it. I changed my mind around episode two when the uh, middle schooler shows up and the first thing out of her mouth is, I want to suck big fat cocks. That does happen. like no oh i'm sorry the first thing out of her mouth is you're her stepbrother right like hey viewer did you miss it the first episode it's fine they're not blood related we're really gonna pound this nail we're gonna drive this wedge into the door until you really get it and then she literally says all girls my age love sucking cocks right she says like we love dick i want to see your dick (laughs) And I thought it was going to be some joke where, like, she doesn't know it. Because she was saying dick. She was saying the word, like, in English, dick. And I thought it was going to be some sort of joke where, like, she thinks she doesn't know what that word means. Like, she thinks it means pet or something. <laughs> but then it's like, no. No, she just wants to see this guy's penis. And she goes, I'm just kidding. And it's like, but then later she's, like, pretending that they're about to have sex in order to convince the Hikikomori stepsister to Come out of her room? Like, yeah, no. And then she, later she's like, no, I really do want to see your dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and it's this show. Why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. And this show is so weird because, like, I look at it, you know, like, I worked in TV for 10 years at least. So, like, I look at this from, like, a production standpoint. I'm like, wow, good animation, good character design. I like the vibrant modern color palette. The music is good. It's like this interesting, light, bouncy jazz. The voice acting is good. I don't think that the art is good. I I like the colors, but the animation is pretty much non-existent. They just stood around and their mouth moved a little bit. And then you got panning shots of like different angles of their legs. It's good. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, they're not. There are no robot in space fight scenes like yeah it's a show where people talk but like i i I just thought it was very well produced but here's where i was trying to get to but it's these like middle schoolers having porno adventures and it's (laughs) and it's like all of the all this money and talent 
and time is put into this like weird, disgusting thing. And the moment I made fun of it on Twitter, the knives were out. 19 fucking Aramanga fans. They all led with, it's not that bad. Who like, the fuck is dick riding for Aromanga? A lot of people on Twitter. A lot of people on Twitter. They're they're just like, it's good. Give it a chance. It's better than you think. And it's like, and the thing is, I, I don't think these people are like sitting down in front of their TV. And I like, I don't think they're going to be like, yeah, it's time to watch some uh, middle schoolers uh, like uh, flirt with each other. It's just, I think all of anime is so weird that if you watch a lot of it, you don't notice. And so I'm like a fucking boomer coming at this from the outside being like, guys, guys, it's kind of like how crabs in a pot don't know they're boiling to death. <laughs> it's like, guys, 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 you're going to die in here. Until it gets too hot and then they're like, oh shit, lolly god. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. Agree, disagree. I want to know your thoughts. I mean, this show fucking sucks. I'll keep watching it because I'm kind of interested in where they go from here. But there was one moment in the second episode that I really liked because I've never seen it like encoded in an animated format before. Mm -hmm. And it's when the class president chick goes to his house and sees the calendar with his draw, the Aramanga drawings on it. And she's like, oh, you like anime? And he says, yeah, you like anime? And she's like, yeah, I like One Piece. Because I've had so many. And then he's like, oh, she's a norm. She's a Norman. I can't like reveal my power level. I've had that happen to me so many times in my life. Like I've when I used to be on like OkCupid and shit, people, I'd be like, oh, I like anime. And then people would be like, oh, really? I love Naruto. It's like, oh, God. Now, see, now I can't mention how I'm watching Aramanga shit, <laughs> Sensei, because you're going to think I'm fucking weird. It was like I really connected with the character at that moment. <laughs> Now this is the this is the interesting thing I want to talk about. You're like, yeah, it's trash. Yeah, it's garbage. It's pedo shit and I hate it. But I do want to see where it goes, so I'm gonna watch the <laughs> remaining ten episodes. I think that's an anime people thing. I don't think that's just you. Like, I think that is it just like it's just on? Is it just like nice to have on in the background? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Um I do know what you're saying, and I don't think it's just, like, background noise. It's, like, interest in something for me is never I'm super invested or I don't care at all. Like, on a sliding scale of interest, I would give myself, like, 10 being I want to drop what I'm doing right now. Like, I, 10 is Age of Empires for me. Like, I will drop <laughs> what I'm doing at any moment and go play Age of Empires. Mm -hmm. What And one being... No interest whatsoever. I will never do that. I would give this like a four. Like I'm kind of interested. I kind of see one where the plot goes. But if I woke up tomorrow and it was just wiped off the face of the planet, I'd be like, eh, let's go watch Higarashi. <laughs> something that something that I have to give just honestly the form of anime in general is the cliffhangers. The, every single like every episode of this show this Aramanga show and every episode of the, the next show we're going to talk about has such a fantastic fucking cliffhanger. And what, well, and there was another, uh, uh, what was the, what were the shows we watched last week? Um, rent a girlfriend. Rent a girlfriend about? had great cliffhangers too, where I was just like, I don't like the show, but I do want to see what happens. See, I'm less interested. I was less interested in rent a girlfriend than this. I think maybe I was more interested in Rent a Girlfriend because the characters weren't, uh, because the characters look, they didn't even look like high schoolers. Like that girl with the bow in her hair kind of looked like she was in her 20s. Oh, they are canonically all in their 20s because well, they, they go to college. Well, there you go. Yeah. And the same thing with, uh, what's her name? Uzaki Chan. Like, it's weird because like everyone, like people on Twitter were like giving me shit. They were like, you think Aramanga Sensei? Is pedo shit, but you don't think Uzaki Chan is pedo shit? And it's like, yes. <laughs> like, the, this girl looks like an adult lady. It looks like an adult lady. Yeah. This Uzaki Chan lady looks like an adult lady with a, who's going to have serious lower back problems. <laughs> yeah. Who, like, probably has to get, like, a surgery now. That argument is fucking dumb. Uzaki does not look like a child. I've never seen a child with honkers bigger than her head. Yeah. The only time I've seen a character like that is in that other awful anime we watched. Like my first girlfriend is a gal <laughs> where there's like literally like a, like a, there's a high, she's in high school. She's in high school. She's in high, she's 
portrayed like a very small, like meek high schooler. She's like the girl next door. And she's like, you, you, you forgot your good, good, good little, little lunch today. And like, she hands this kid like a fucking sack lunch. And then she has like monstrous <laughs> double, triple G size, like garbage bag breasts. <laughs> And one of the and you remember one of the characters even has to call it out. Yes, it's disgusting. It's like her boobs are going in two different directions. Yeah, but one of the characters is like, "Oh my god, it's the rare quote big titted lolly." It blows my mind that Uzaki Chan got this much shit and nobody gives a fuck about this Hajime Gal show, which has a character, by the way, who literally talks about how he wants to sex children. Yes. Literally, he specifically says, I would like to fuck an elementary school student. And nobody gives a fuck. But Uzaki, I guess, sort of looks younger than 20, 20 years old and everybody shits a brick. I, it's weird. I still think a lot of the Uzaki Shan stuff is just like Weebs railing against popular shit. Because one thing I've noticed about Weebs is they make fun of themselves a lot and they can absolutely take a joke in a way that a lot of. Oh, wait. Uh, someone's pre- someone's making the press X to doubt face. And now continue. Continue. Let's hear your whole argument. Okay. Here's my argument. I make a lot. This episode and the last episode, I made a lot of jokes about weebs. I made a lot of jokes about weebs too. I made a lot of jokes about weebs on the internet. No one is like threatened my life like when I make jokes about video games. The video game people will will find you and dox you and kill you for talking shit about their games. The weebs seem to take it more in stride, but this is just my experience. I you know just you said you got six comments from people being like, don't you dare diss Arrow Manga Sensei. Yeah, but they weren't. Yeah, but yeah, this is me trying to rile them up. Like, yeah, they're going to, they're, video game people will be like, I will find your employer and I will tell them things. Like, the moment you, uh, there, I, I just, I think that, um, I think that, I don't know, it's just my opinion. I think it's a case of, I can call myself trash garbage, but you, don't you dare call myself trash garbage. Okay, I, I, I think it's that too. Because self-loathing is very encoded in like, I think because we all just got, uh, the, the, we all have this shared experience of being like aggressively bullied. <laughs> <laughs> just for liking anime, which kids used to be a thing, believe it or not. Yeah, it's so, it's, I mean, you know, for me, it was like, I had to fucking get anime on like VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. And now it's just all on Netflix and Netflix like spends money on this shit. And speaking actually of something Netflix spent money on, Netflix is one of the producers of the next show we're going to talk about, Beastars. Beastars, the one that turns the the unholy furry Necronomicon that we've opened. It's... I give it a lot of credit for just being super open about, like, this is a gateway to furry shit. <laughs> it clearly is. It, they're not trying to hide it. It's not, you know, like, Beauty and the Beast. That's furry shit. But, like, you can, but it's like, oh, no, but look, the beast turns into a dude at the end. Uh, she's with the dude. Like, she didn't want to fuck that beast. She wanted to fuck the dude inside the beast. It's like. Dude, she wanted to fuck that. She beast. wanted to fuck that werewolf. She wanted to fuck that goddamn werewolf. Um, you know, there is I kind it's like I give it credit, no pretense. It's just like here's cuz in the second episode, all right, for people who haven't seen or heard of Beast Stars, it's a show where like a it takes place in a world where animals no longer hunt and kill each other. And they've become civilized, but old prejudices and habits die hard. So there are carnivores and herbivores. And um, and even though like it's very taboo for a carnivore to kill and <laughs> eat an herbivore, it does still happen. So this takes place at like a high school or a college with like where like a bunch of carnivores and herbivores go to school together. And um and both societies unite in the drama club. And so, like, the drama club is kind of a way to... And by the way, it's it's like 
at first you watch it and you're like, okay, so it's racism, right? Like they're talking about racism. I was going to, can I throw a joke in here? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> hey kids, uh, did you get kicked out of AMC for jerking it to Zootopia? Well, do I have a Netflix original series for you? <laughs> that has nothing to do with Yes, that. it is. It's the exact same plot. Zootopia. Have you seen Zootopia? No, I haven't seen Zootopia. Zootopia is literally about the exact same shit. There's predators and prey and they live together and they've kind of uh, moved past their animal instincts. But then somebody dies and everybody assumes it's a predator. Really? Yes, that is literally the plot of Zootopia. (laughs) Well, no, I didn't see Zootopia. I'm not a furry, Sriracha. (laughs) How many times have you seen it? Like 20 fucking times? (laughs) No, it seems like you beat it pretty hard to this show. I... Beat star. <laughs> I would never beat it to this show is weird. Okay. I didn't know that. Here's also what I didn't know. That like in the second episode, there'd be like a rabbit like undressing and you'd see like her bra and panties and you'd see her like undo a wolf's belt buckle and get down on her <laughs> little rabbit knees and try to give that wolf a blowjob in the shed. I don't get why the rabbit is wearing a bra because a bra implies that you have Two. Two. But don't rabbits have like 30 nipples? Yeah. Yes. She should be wearing at least <laughs> three bras. <laughs> this porn is not anatomically accurate. It's zero out of ten, literally unwatchable. Weird. It's a weird show. And it's like, okay. So at first you're watching it and you're like, racism. It's about racism. They're like, oh, you can't trust carnivores. Oh, carnivores. Oh, they're dangerous. And it's like, Okay, so it's like it's like you're trying to racism, like you're trying to trying to do a racism thing here. But then, like w- when the wolf smells blood, like he loses control and like almost murders a rabbit, and so it's kind of like, well, wait, maybe you should be worried about this wolf. Like, <laughs> it seems like this wolf goes out of control. So, are you trying to say that racism's good? I'm confused as what you're trying to say about racism here, Joe. Maybe there are some truth to these statistics. That's the message of Beast. It's weird. Show's weird. <laughs> And so in the second episode, they're just like, they're like, ah, see, this sheep getting murdered shows us all why we need a B-star. And it's like, okay, so I guess they're going to explain like what a B-star is. (laughs) And they're like, a B-star. Yeah, they're great. Gotta have a B-star. All right, back to the plot. And it's like, (laughs) at no point do they like sit me down and be like, this is a, it's like, is a B-star the president? Is a B-star the dean? Like, can anyone be a B-star? Are you voted a B-star? What's a B-star? It's like, why did you even stop at all and talk about this if you weren't going to explain it? I mean, they didn't they say, like, the B-star is, like, the model high school student or something? They said model, but they didn't say, like, how they were a model. Like, we see a table, and so it's like, okay, so there's, like, a bunch of B-stars at this table. But it's like... Are the B-Stars the best students in the school? Or are the B-Stars like the ruling council of this society? Like, again, are B-Stars appointed? Are B-Stars elected? Do you, is a is your B-Stardom like a latent power that like you suddenly discuss? Like, what is B-Star? I'm going to venture a guess. I'm hoping this becomes explained later in the series, which I guess it will because it's literally the title of this series but i'm gonna guess that a b star is appointed by the teachers to maintain order between carnivores and herbivores so they're like hall monitors like super hall monitors who have access to secrets okay that would be cool i'll take it i thought it was great i really like b stars yeah unfortunately i liked it too (laughs) oh no you're a furry i didn't like look they didn't. They do not need to be this explicit with this stuff. Stuff was explicit. The shed scene. Yeah, they didn't need to go like where she was. I I would have gotten it if she started taking her clothes off. You don't need to literally show her get down on her knees and shove her hands down his pants. <laughs> but at the same time, I think to myself, you know, this is this is their shot. Like this is their this is their. It's like when Krypton was exploding. They were like, we got to put our best little baby in this capsule. God willing, he'll make it. We're going to put all our hopes and dreams in this little capsule and shoot it away. And it's like, 
this is the this is like the furries Manhattan project. Yeah, you know, oh, if I'm they sorry, were go ever gonna get furry sex over, it would be like this. Like <laughs> characters who you care about. They're in they're like in a high school or something, very relatable racism stuff. It's like, oh, I don't like racism, so I guess I do like this rabbit sucking this wolf's dick. Otherwise I'm a racist, right? <laughs> yes. Like they're throwing they are throwing the kid. They went down to Costco and bought a 12 pack of kitchen sinks for this fucking show. I saw those in 12 packs. They do now. And it, and it's just like, if this don't work, nothing will. And again, I give it credit. It's a very well designed furry acceptance vehicle. I kind of, I kind of respect the shit out of the fact that they made Haru, the rabbit character, a huge slut. Me too. Because I've seen a, I've seen in a lot of anime and I can't think of an anime that was not a porn where there was a character who everybody knew was a giant slut who was actually a giant slut. Yes. It, every, every time we see this trope, Everyone's like, you got to watch out for her. She's a bad girl. Oh, she's a gal. Oh, she's trouble. And then it always turns out like she's never been kissed. Exactly. Every single time. Like in the last two weeks alone, how many characters have we seen like that? Where every two. Name I them. Name them. Um, Yuri, Yuru, what, Yuzu, whatever the main girl in Hajimete no Gal is. Yeah. And um, Chizuru. Yeah. From Rental Girlfriend. Exactly. And then also there's that uh, other show that you like, uh, Galko-chan. Where like everybody thinks that they, that the main character is like a is promiscuous and then she's not right. Yeah. So the first one of the first scenes we see Haru the rabbit. There's another girl and she's like, "Stay away from my boyfriend, you huge slut!" And she's like, "Go make up with your boyfriend, you huge slut!" And then she like <laughs> pushes her over. And I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be one of those situations where the mean girl rabbit is like spreading rumors about her all around the school, but she's really never just really wants a boyfriend and she's too shy to talk to boys." But then you see like two characters talking about how they both bang the shit. Out of her, and then she offers to give this wolf a blowjob in exchange for like moving some flowers around. And I'm like, damn, I don't think I've ever seen a huge slut character, obviously outside of porn, be a huge slut. I know it was kind of cool. It was I cool as that, shit. I like that character a lot. I, I like that there's like a sex positive character. Like, uh, it makes me feel very uncomfortable that she's like a rabbit with brawn panties <laughs> on who was looking to, and then she's also like. Yeah, I've never fucked a carnivore before. And she goes like, you can be as rough as you want with me. I'll still enjoy it. And she's like, got this all worked out. She's got this all worked out. Like the moment she sees this wolf, she's like, I'll take him here. I'll tell him this. Hopefully she's like MacGyver, but for, but for getting down. And it's like, but then another trope that is kept is the moment the rabbit is like, let's get to work. The anime protagonist, the male protagonist, is like, yeah, I gotta get out of here. Woo-hoo-hoo. Like this Hajimete no gal, the the that other show, uh, fucking the one with Chizuru in it, Rent a Girlfriend, that other show with uh with um Uzaki Chan, four shows where the main dude has like a lady come on to him. And he has a panic attack and runs out of the room. And it's very hard to relate to this because these are some very sexy ladies, except, of course, for the rabbit. Like, about to nail you on that. I know. I, know, I could see you. I could see the targeting reticles forming in your eyes. I have a feeling that this praise I'm dolloping on this is premature. Like, I have a little feeling because this is such a big trope subversion that she's going to be like, traumatized like some kind of sexual trauma or something and then i'm gonna have to be like oh mea culpa <laughs> okay well look we've only seen the first three episodes but and again speaking of like really fucking cliffhangers like the cliffhanger for like the first episode is like will this main character murder this other main character <laughs> the cliffhanger for uh the second episode was like did this guy literally die and have a heart attack <laughs> on stage in front of everybody like um the cliffhanger for uh Aramanga sensei was oh my god the this dude just found out that his sister is the porno artist he's been working with in secret for seven years what are they gonna say to each other 
It's just, these are really, that's how they fucking get you. That's how they get you. These fucking cliffhangers. It's really effective. It's really good. You're Squidward. You like anime, don't you? It's fine. It's fine. I like spending time with you. Like, I watch this anime because I like you. And I like sitting with you and cuddling up and watching the thing. I know it makes you happy. It makes me very happy. It does. You get so excited when we're watching anime. It's so cute. Otherwise, I would say put it all in the garbage. It would be great if it could all go in the garbage. And I feel like people might not be freaks. There's no garbage big enough. You got to need like one of those giant fur- funeral furnace furnaces like they that. kill Buddhist monks in. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Glass it all, I say. Glass all the anime. And salt the earth so nothing will ever grow there. And by there, I mean Japan. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right. We will be right back after this with a little bit more of the loudest podcast. Hey, that's it for the show this week. Uh, sorry we haven't played voicemails in a while. We will play a lot next week. Uh, last chance to get them in, you call 848-863-5343 or just record a voice memo and send it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. This week, uh, we should have a new episode of Christory out. I'm very excited. Uh, I don't know what it's about and... In a perfect world, I would never find out what it's about. We also got another episode. Me and Nico recorded another episode of DSJ last night for just $2. Uh, go out on Patreon.com. It's a really good one. I almost pissed myself. I think it's the first time I've almost pissed myself laughing recording that show. So if you wanted to hear me just dry heave into a microphone for 54 minutes, then boy, do I have something up your alley. It's the topic was really. Can you tell people what the topic is? Oh, uh, we were talking about we made we looked at each other's mail list, and Nico has been maintaining her my anime list for upwards of ten years, which I'm pretty sure qualifies her for a learning disability. Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah, she has like 900 entries on it, and I also made a my anime list. It's the same as my Twitter handle, so go shit all over my <laughs> taste. And we just went through each other's my anime list, and just shit all over it. That sounds awesome. Wow, it's been an anime-heavy couple of weeks here. Yeah, yeah so Jesus. Patreon.com plus tears. You get all of our bonus content that we've ever done for a single $2 pledge. That's it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye! Bye!